Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Let us pray. Eternal Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. Thank you for things well as they are. Master, we ask you to look upon us as we get ready to study your word. We get ready to apply your word. Bless the teacher, bless the student. Father God, we get all good understanding of thy word. Bless us and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Okay, sharing love and truth. In this uh, lesson, it gives an idea of what the first church was like. And since the day of Pentecost, it was a spirit-filled church. And you can tell when a church is spirit-filled. And in and, and three ways. One, that it'll be unified. And in that, in that sense, they'll be on one accord, is the word we like to use. And two, they'll be magnified. And in other words, they'll have something that'll draw people to it. And then it'll be multiplied and it'll, it'll grow. So uh, that was a good sign that, that, that uh, we have a church that's, that's spiritually filled. You'll, you'll see those characteristics in that church. In the early church we, uh, that we we're talking about, it was just beginning to form. You will see examples of a re, uh, responsive love. And this early church uh, uh, is seen best in the first few verses of the nice lesson. And this church lines up with the will of God the standards of God, the ministry of God, and the spirit of God. It was all these things that was a source of attraction that was a drawing power that uh, made people want to come. The church grew in membership and was of the same thinking, the same heart, the same mindset, the same compassion, and the same spirituality. So it is this love that 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 we're talking about that assists us. It shows us how we can assist others in need, and is given willfully. It's done without pretense. It's done without with the whole heart. It's done with others in mind. And this love that they're talking about in, in in the first part of this lesson is love that is filled with truth and teaching of genuine stewardship. So that. They're really trying to do what the Lord has asked them to do and follow in the guidance that he's given them. So get the characteristic of a, of a model church is that it's unified by the power of God. When the first verse is one that deals with that. It says, and the multitude of them that believe were one heart and a one soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own but that they were all common. So in this, you see that we have 5,000 people 
and they all in and unified in one body. And one of the things it says is that they are one heart. In other words, they felt the same and were attached by the same thing. This prevented them from engaging in dissension. And then it says that they are one soul. They're being drawn together in a tender union. And then they're one perspective. They're not claiming what God has placed in their care was their okay, own. Okay, good night to you too. Have a blessed evening. But they knew the meaning of being of a steward and conducted themselves as such. And then the, the last part is that one practice in that they are, they had all things common. They looked to God and they gave them what they needed. And then the next characteristic of a, of a good model church is that God empowers the ministry with great power and doing the ministry work. So verse 2 says that, and with great power gave the apostle witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and gave grace unto them all. So the grace or favor of God was evident upon the apostles that they were uh, they witnessed to the others the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the resurrection was the pivotal point in winning the hearts of the mother to uh, the fact that they believed in the resurrection of Jesus brought the hearers to a point where they could be open to the gospel <laughs> and also a point <coughs> where they could be saved. So we have the ministers having great uh knowledge of the ministry that they are empowering the people with. Uh, they're, they're well educated on what God wants them to do. And the next part that, that, that we want to look at is, as part of a church that's uh, under God's guidance is that God provides what is needed for the church. Uh, in other words, it said, neither was there any among them that liked for as many of as were possessors of land, uh, how they sold them and bought the prices of them that were sold. Uh, so they took what they had and they and and, and they uh, that didn't actually belong to them, but were put in their possessions. In other words, we don't really own anything that God has allowed us to have. We just watching over uh, for Him, and uh, so. More than Barnabas sold houses, but Barnabas is the one that's mentioned more than anybody else. Uh, but Barnabas sold houses and land and brought the proceeds and gave to the church. Uh, but the text says that many as were possessors of land sold them and bought the prices of them that were sold. So they was uh, raising money for the church by, by selling off their land and giving it to, to the church. Uh, God blesses uh, some of us with with with, with what we need. Uh, not everyone had that to sell, but God blesses uh, many of us with with, with extra, so that we'll do what we need to toward those that are in life. In other words, God bless you with something, not so you can hoard it all, but that you might be a blessing to somebody else. Hmm. God always give what the church needs to operate without begging and, and so uh, he provides our every need 
And then the model church uh, is a church that follows after God, plan for giving. And he laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made every man according to his need. God had placed his shepherd over the church, and all things of God are to be directed through and by him. The money that was laid at the apostles' feet was done because the Lord had placed them in charge of the church. The congregation observed God's plan and did not disrespect what God had ordered. So each part of the church was acting in harmony. In other words, each group, the congregation, the leadership, lived up to their responsibility. The people gave, and the leaders of the church carried out the responsibility according to the will of God. So everything that's being done in this church is is done in, with, with God in mind. Nobody is using their own selfish needs, but God's need is, was, uh, is being observed. And a model church is not biased or falsehood or in this practice. And it says, and Joseph, who was the apostle, was well, surnamed Barnabas, which being interpreted the son of Constellation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus. Uh, so this Barnabas uh, is a Levite. And he was a convert to Christianity because a Levite was a priest in the tribe of Levi. And no priest in the Jewish religion could own property. Uh, but Barnabas had converted to Christianity. Just outside the Jewish religion, a Levite could own and purchase property. God used a man that was not a Gentile to, to be praised for his generous donations. Uh, Barnabas lived up to the name that they gave him. He was a man of constellation and a man that uh, committed himself to God in the church. Barnabas is named many times in the the book of uh, Acts and and, uh, Romans as as one that generously, not only did he give generously, but he also was one of the ones that spoke up for Paul when Paul first came in, into the uh, ministry. He was uh, one that, that always had something good to say. Uh, he was a, might be what you would call somebody that, that that's a, a true reflection of the way God wants us to be. And verse 37 talks about uh, the church that places the need above their own needs. And it says, heaven land, sold it, and bought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet for the church. When the church is in need, she is to look, first of all, to her own people, who God has equipped with resources to meet the needs of, of, the, uh, of, uh, uh, of the church. So we, as, as members of the church, uh, when we see something that is uh, in need, uh, God has equipped us with what we need to take care of it. Uh, it's an unwilling saint that would sit back and watch the church suffer when he or she has what it takes to prevent such decline. So for us to see the need of the church, we must first be willing to trust God and use what God has given us for the welfare of the body over what our own selfish needs are. We must be willing to submit to the plans and the will of God and meet the needs of others before our own. 
And and then thirdly, we we need to practice making sacrifices for the benefit of others before ourselves. And finally, we need to realize that if God gives us what we need today, he can give us what we need tomorrow also. In other words, it goes back to the bread that fell from heaven, the manna. He didn't ask you to, to, to hoard what you got one day and, and, and save for the next day because each day was a new day. So if God bless you today, he can also bless you tomorrow. Even when we use all that he has given us for today, God never runs out of any of, of the resources for his blessing. So he can bless us in spite of uh, how we might think and how we might separately try to hold on to what we have. So in these first verses, it talks about how a true member of the church ought to behave and how they ought to act. Any comments before we go to any other part? Okay. Now, in the second part of today's lesson, we get just the opposite of what we got in the first part of today's lesson. We see what happens when you got a church that's not acting in a spiritually uh, one accord, but more of a selfish uh, way of acting. So it says, but a certain man named Ananias, which is why Sapphira, sold possession. And it starts off by saying, but, in other words, that's a contraction between what has been happening. It's your difference between the motives of Ananias and Sapphira uh, as opposed to Barnabas. Barnabas gave out of a pure and righteous motive, meaning he gave unselfishly, willingly, godly, and supremely. Uh, mm-hmm. Ananias and, and Sapphira gave out of a deceptive heart, meaning they their motives for giving was deceitful. Uh, with the dual heart, un, uh, selfish heart, or ungodly heart. And we ought to always give <clears throat> give out, out of an unselfish heart. So we see what happens if, if, if we give for the wrong reason. Right. And it says, that, I'm sorry, somebody has something to say? No, I said right. Agreeing with you. Okay. And kept back part of the prize, his wife also being privy to it, and bought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So <clears throat> when a believer's heart is not filled with uh, fully given over to God, their behavior and giving will also be done in a partial way. So instead of them giving like Barnabas did and and, and, uh, and a full uh, unselfish way they was given in a a selfish way god is never pleased with anything his servants do with the half-heartedly in other words we can't obey god half-heartedly we either have to be obey him totally uh totally obedience or totally disobedience we can't be just halfway straddling the fence we need to be uh fully committed to god God gives to everything to us without any strings attached. Therefore, we ought to give to him in the same way. 
giving without holding back anything for the for our own selfish reason. So we see that uh, Ananias and Sapphira is is doing something in a, in, in a half-heartedly way. They sold this land, and, and but now they wants to uh, not give the way Barnabas did, but they want to uh, hold back what they have given for their own reason. So Peter says, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine ears to lie, be untruthful to uh, the Holy Ghost, and keep back part of the price of the land? Peter, being led by the Holy Spirit, is made aware of the deception that Ananias and Sapphira has done. Peter is representing the God, uh, God here, and, and, and doing God's bidding in the case. He addresses the problem and the deception and calls out to the perpetrator. Peter asks, why have you given into the influence of Satan and was untruthful with God? In other words, why are you let God, uh, Satan take control of what you should have been doing uh, out of the right spirit? In other words, he didn't, uh, nobody had made them sell the land. But many times we do things trying to keep up with somebody else. In other words, uh, you see Barnabas sell his land, and, and I'm, I'm sure it's about great, uh, what you might think of great uh, popularity for Barnabas to do that. And now you want to go do it. But what you want to do is do it part of the way. You want to sell part of your land and then hold part of it back and just give a little bit. And and, and and in other words, you are trying to uh, falsely uh, uh, misuse God. In other words, this falsehood he told was that all the money gotten from the sale of the possession would be given to the church. Uh, he, I think he probably didn't anticipate that he was going to get as much as he did for it. But I know that, but that's adding to it, and I don't like to add to to the word of God. But something happened in that 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 that. that I don't. I'm not sure how Ananias and Sapphira got into this this thing, but they, nobody made them sell they, their 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 land. They did that on their own. And so, why go and do something and then uh, uh, try to uh, somehow uh, mistreat God, knowing that you can't hide nothing from God? Mm-hmm. And they was in in. Of the attitude that they could hide it from from God, and and which doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. So, so Peter questioned me even further and said, "Why did it remain? Was it not your own? In other words, that was your land, uh, Ananias, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to do nothing. God doesn't make us uh, uh, give anything. It's something that we have to do from the heart, out of willingly do." Not because we saw our neighbor give something, not because of uh, some other uh, vain reason, but because we want it from our heart. We lovingly want to give. And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? In other words, after you sold it, you didn't have to bring none of it. But why has thou conceived this thing in thy heart that thou has uh, not lied unto men, but unto God? In other words, you call yourself trying to uh, mess over God. Note here that the blame is placed on on the devil, 
uh, but rather on the on the person. It's not, I'm sorry that the blame is not placed on the devil, but on the person. At first, he talked about uh, the devil entering in his heart, and the devil did enter in his heart. But we don't have to give in to the temptations of of the devil. But that's what right. he's saying here. Uh, even though the devil has entered your heart, you had the ultimate decision to make. Mm-hmm. You 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 got the power of that. And he says, uh, while it remained, was it not in thy own? And if it was so, was it not in thy own power? In other words, mm-hmm. all this it was in your control. You didn't have to do nothing but but what was in your heart. But what you wanted to do is deceive somebody. And and because you try to deceive somebody, not a judgment has been brought upon you. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so the next verse says, And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear mm-hmm. came of all that heard these things. Mm-hmm. So the power of witnessing uh, divine judgment upon those of the church that practice separateness is given in, in giving is, is a warning to us to show us not to walk in the same path. In other words, don't be caught up in doing things just to uh, for the wrong reason. Right. And so mm-hmm. verse 6 says, And the young men arose, wounded him up, and carried him out, and buried him. Mm-hmm. In other words, don't play with God. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something, do it for the right reason from your heart. Don't get up here faking with God. Yeah. Because he knows what's sincere and what's not sincere. Verse mm-hmm. seven, uh, and at about the, the space of three hours afterwards, when his wife, not knowing what, not knowing what happened, was done, came in, and and I don't know where they look at it that way, but the fire came into the church three hours later. And you know that every people that arrive late miss so much of what's taking place in the service. Uh, I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that we might time. Sometimes we miss out on so much by arriving late, and she sure missed out on what was going on, and not knowing what was. <laughs> It could be that she came in late uh, hoping to draw attention. You know, sometimes we come to church uh, late to show all everybody seated. We got this new outfit on or something, uh, trying to draw attention. Or maybe she wanted to see everybody to say, well, there's Sapphira. She came in. You know, she the one gave all that money for the land. Uh-huh. But she, she shows up late. After all, she and her husband had given a sizable sum of money to the church. Uh, mm-hmm. so she shows up and, and and hoping to be praised like Barnabas was, uh, but Barnabas gave out of the goodness in his heart. They they giving for the wrong reason. If Barnabas gave to praise God. They gave to praise themselves. So so here comes some fire. Says so saying in church, uh, masquerading and, and and with the wrong motives in mind. So we are to give for the right reason. And Peter said to her, tell me what you sold the land for, for so much? And she said, yeah, for so much. 
Peter, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, addresses Sapphira the same way she addressed her husband. He says, what do you tell, tell me? What do you sold the land for so much? And she asked, yeah, for so much. And then Sapphira answered, was liberally intended to the sea. <clears throat> so she was operating as, as falsely as a husband. <laughs> So Peter does the same thing to her that he does to her husband. Peter then says to her, how is it that you agreed together to, to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which buried you thy husband are at the door, and they shall carry thee. Uh, this deception is an act done in the mind of the deceiver who thinks that what he has done behind closed doors can be hid from the eyes of God, and it cannot be hid from God. Oh. So then we get to uh, a little bit deeper. Then fell she down straightway at her at his feet, and yelled up oh. the ghost. And the young men came in, found her, and carried her forth and buried her with her husband. One of the lessons right. that God wants us to learn is that He wants us to come before Him in a pure heart. Uh, uh, be be honest with him about whatever you're going to do. If you're not wanting to give, just don't give. But don't come up giving, faking, and, 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 and pretending uh, for the wrong reason. Yes. And great fear came of all the church, and upon as many that heard these things. Uh, what had happened is, is Ken was kind of frightening, but God don't want us to be frightening to give it either. He wants us to give because we generally love and and want to give for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Not right. because we're scared he's going to do something to us, but because we generally love to give. Right. Comments from anybody? As a teacher, um, and and you would think with the, the spirit, of, uh, I may say her name wrong, but the good, the good thing about our Lord and Savior, He gives us an option. She had an option, even though um, I don't know who agreed, if it was her, both, or her husband. But she also had an option, and I believe if she had poured and just said, "Lord, I'm sorry, repented, and everything," I believe that. She, she wouldn't have perished. But the fact that she came in and, as you said, um, just just lied. And the same way, and the sad thing about it, you know, that wasn't even a proper burial. That wasn't even, I mean, they just, they just, just buried them. And, Lord, but, I agree. The Lord just wants us to be just honest with him. He already knows everything. But he wants us to be honest. And in everything he does, at least gives us an option. Amen. If they didn't want to give to the church, they didn't have to give it all. They didn't have to uh, give nothing. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have to do anything. They just, they were, that's what what he's upset, what the law is upset with, 
is their deceptive ways. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't have to give anything. They that was theirs. Was it preset? Was that not yours? You can do what you want to with it, but don't deceive. Don't try to deceive God with what you're doing. That's the that's the sinful fight is trying to deceive the Lord. That's right. Yep. And if so many people believe that they can buy their way into heaven, just won't happen. <laughs> no, just won't happen. And I feel like too with her, even though what you said, Sister Ina, if she would have repented and you know asked God forgiveness instead of going along with her husband, if he was the mastermind of the plan or if she was a part of it too, God still is just to forgive. But also in his word, Matthew 5 and 45 goes back and says, you know, he'll reign on the just as well as the unjust. You know, you see wrong and you go along with wrong, but then at the last minute you have a change of heart, but you still go along with it, you just as guilty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she had time. She had time. And look at um, Lot and his wife, remember? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's still time. You just have to repent. But you can't, you know, go along with wrong just for the sake of peace. I'm going to go along with it even though I know in my heart it's wrong. No, that's not what God is meaning. You, If you know it's wrong, it's best for you to, to turn and go the other way. Well, mm-hmm. how many times have you heard somebody, and and, and I'm thankful that uh, maybe they don't quite understand, because I've, I've worked with some guys, and, and they always said this one thing. I don't go to church. I don't do these. I don't... Uh, I don't participate in this. I don't participate in that. But I send my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you, 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 you. Are, are you giving for the right reason? Is that what you do? Because you don't already said you don't, you don't want to participate in anything. But you, you almost giving your tithes out of, like you were paying your, uh, uh, your uh, light bill. You're giving it more <laughs> out of a necessity rather than your love of God because you done said you don't you don't have the the the, the love and understanding for, for worship that you ought to have but mm-hmm. you're giving your tithes anyway. Do that make sense mm-hmm. to anybody? But you know what? Even though he feel in his heart that that um he's doing the right thing by paying his tithes even though he don't, you know, go to church, he don't participate with church, period, other than paying his tithes. How do his tithes get to the church? It's sent? Yeah, it's it. So God say, assemble yourself. Even though we're not physically inside of that building, we're still assembling ourselves together, one with another. So, you know... He gotta find his way to God, even though he's paying his tithes. That's a step. That is a step. Yeah, you That's pay your tithes, but you still have to find your way to God. Period. It, it's, it's no getting around it. It's just like if I leave here trying to find go to 
naked ochas, and I decide, well, I'm going to go through Carthage and find me another way. I'm going to have to find my way to naked ochas. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. have to get, you have to go through the right channels. Paying your tithes is one thing that's, that's, yeah, that's making a connection, but you still have to find your way to God. Mm-hmm. And you also, and, and that's true, but you also, have, that's just, that's just one part of what we're supposed to do. We're supposed yeah. to, as yeah. you said, mm-hmm. and, and all these other things, you know. If, if you don't study the word, yep. I mean, you know, it's like, well, you do let's not spend your time. So it all yep. works together. You know? Yep. Well, I agree. It's true. Man, it's true. You know, comments. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to teach you into all I was looking at this lesson and I looked at uh these two sides and uh first thing come to uh my mind is the motive. Uh first of all, you know, I have to look at both sides have the motive and who got their priorities in the right perspective. And uh if first of all if you got God in your heart, you do it for the right reason. A lot of us want to do it because we want to be seen, and uh, mm-hmm. but, and but we got to understand if you do it for the right reason, and that's why he said let the wheat and the tarot grow together. When I come back, I do the separating. So right. we got to, we, we got to understand in this lesson. Um, I believe, I believe that it, it might hit me a different. You can might share somewhere that's different, but uh, in both cases. They all knew God. In both cases, they had God on their mind. But we cannot, a lot of times, we try to put uh, the blame on Satan. But sometimes we got to understand it's us. You know, and, and, you know, because, first of all, Satan can, uh, Satan can, can, can put a good pitch out there. But if you're willing and, and to fall with this, Within his trap, that's you. But uh, uh, but he's saying this. Listen, sharing love in truth. Love still played a part because how I can say that because they were willing. Both sides were willing to, to acknowledge who God was in both instances. One gave and one did not give. But they gave when they gave. They gave with uh, the wrong motive and not the appearing heart. And some of us can fall in in, in their spot here today, because some of mm-hmm. us we we give, but we really don't want to give. And mm-hmm. and then sometimes when we do give, we cheat when we do give. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. so we 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 got to look at this here. But if you got the love of God, if you got God in you, and, and you uh been rooted and grounded, uh, when you give. You're gonna show your love toward God, and you, you have the right motive when you get so. I say sharing love, and you gotta understand when you share love, that shows some action. Both of them mm-hmm. knew. I, I go back and say both both sides of this lesson they knew God, but one side is trying to outdo the other side, and, and, and it, mm-hmm. I see in competition, 
And mm-hmm. and I can say this here, that's how it is and sometimes in church. We try to compare. Well, if Deacon Wade give, I guess I give because I don't want to be outdone. And uh, mm-hmm. I might not give what he give, but as long as you give it from the heart and let God mm-hmm. do the rest because he, he can take a little and multiply and give a lot. You're right. And it, it reminds you of the woman that, that, that just gave the, what was it, one penny? The two mics. Two mics. The mic. Two mics. The two uh-huh. mics. Um, that's all she had was the two mics. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all she had, but she gave it from her heart. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you have and, to and remember on that. Even on that, you have to remember the scripture says she gave all her living. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, even though she gave two mites or whatever it was she gave, she gave everything that she had. Uh-huh. And and that's what sometimes we forget. We think about the amount, but it wasn't the wasn't the amount. She gave everything that she had. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so <laughs> she didn't have nothing else to live off of. She gave all her living mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when she did that. And and and, that, and that's what uh, Barnabas did. He, he sold her land yeah. and he gave it all. Mm-hmm. Oh. Where, uh, he, she gave everything. And, and then Sapphira, for, uh, Sapphira and, and Ananias, they want to give part. They, they don't mm-hmm. want to give their whole. The same thing about us. Not so much about mm-hmm. money, but about our serving and, mm-hmm. and how yeah. we do for God. We want to give a little bit. We want to we want to uh, drag through service. We want to uh, drag through how we worship and how we behave. We want to just barely mm-hmm. do enough to get by. He wants you to give yep. you all. Amen. Right. All right. Hmm. If nobody else has anything, that's 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 basically what I have for today. Amen. Amen. And you know what? Another thing. Jesus looked at us as an open book, pretty much. This is the way I see things. I feel like Jesus looks at us as an open book, a book that's not finished. You know, you start at the beginning and you go to to the end reading this book. We are open book. And when I say open book, uh, what I'm meaning is, is so much in us that can be um, gotten out from somebody else. You know, if we live our life according to Christ in front of people, people can read us like an open book and, and draw us closer, draw them closer to Christ. So we have to be that open book for somebody. We have to in order to, you know, draw men to Christ. And the only way to do that, we have to live the way that Christ wants us to live. It's not so much as, you know, being an eloquent speaker or a great teacher or, you know, whatever. It's a living. It's the way we live. You know, you can train yourself to talk right. You can train yourself to be an eloquent speaker. 
but it's the way mm-hmm. we live. Right. And that's the, and that's that's what Christ and that's what God requires of us to live right in order to draw men closer to him. And the way things is going these days and times, we have to be, you know, prayed up and we have to live right because we just mm-hmm. don't know how close we are to the end. We might be at the very beginning. We don't know. And then we might be at the very end. We don't know because don't nobody know when. You're right. And you never know what test you may be faced with. And this may be that one test. The Lord is saying, okay. And Mm -hmm. then I don't want to perish like Sephora and uh, Ananias. Yep. I think that's the basic uh, what that lesson is teaching, though, is that uh, Ananias is, is teaching the wrong uh, setting the wrong example. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is in the in the beginning of the church at that time. Uh, the church was growing by leaps and bounds. To get three thousand to the church in one day, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, even not mm-hmm. in time, and, and and so it was drawing people. And, and the fact that they came in deceiving is something that I think that the, the Lord didn't want. Uh, uh, people to get that understanding. Don't come here deceiving. Come in here with the right heart, mind and the right heart. Mm-hmm. And, and that's right. what I'm trying to get the people to see. And so he set a bad example for for the church. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hello. Because we that, that's the except for some people. That's the only church they ever see. Yep. That's true. That's true. Wonderful lesson. Yes, sir. Yep, wonderful lesson. All right, anybody else? Anybody, you got anything else? No, sir. All right, everything we have spoken on today, amen, we're asking... Continue to pray, continue to love, continue to share. Uh, I I believe all of us are standing in need of prayer, so we're going to close out with prayer. If you have a special request, we're going to pray for them too and just uh, lift everybody up and uh, just do do the best you can and do right by God and let the Lord lead and guide us from one degree to another. Father God, God, in the name of Jesus, again, we come. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for the word. Now, Lord, we thank you for the teacher. We thank you for the students that have participated. We ask a special blessing upon the Walnut Grove family. We're not being selfish tonight, but we're just asking that you cover us upon the blood of Jesus. We ask you, house behind Calvary Cross, we see more of you and less of us. Let's use us as instruments. Uh, that can be used, use us as vessels. Just use us until you use us up. And now, Father God, we are asking in a special place of all, every church door, every uh, minister, every uh, child of God, every sinner, every lost child, just bless the whole entire nation. And as we ask you to bless the nation, we want to ask the nation to bless you by giving you the praise, God giving you our service, by lifting you up, because you say, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto thee. 
bless us and keep us until we meet again. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with. Hence now and forevermore shall we all say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless. Thank you, brother, teacher. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.